0: the horizon roundtable i am bob mcdonald and you can find me on twitter at bob mcdonald joining me of course is my co-host matt dudek
1: hey there everybody
0: matt of course you can find on twitter at horizon matt you can follow us on twitter as well at horizon rt you can follow us on facebook i guess at horizon roundtable you can follow us on the web at horizon and be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found and we, we, we're not alone, Matt, because joining us, of course, is John Parker. Hey, guys, what's up? Also joining us, probably very happy right now, is Kyle Craven. Hey, hey. But we have one more guest.
1: But wait, there's more.
0: One, but one more guest, and he's not even a guest. He's the originator. He's the OG. Jimmy Lemke has returned to the Horizon Roundtable
1: yeah me. yes that can only mean one thing. Milwaukee's still playing basketball.
0: Yes they are. We are currently living in the right stateless universe in the Horizon League tournament now all thanks to Milwaukee
2: and um, a higher power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah so I get if you didn't see all the if you didn't see anything on Tuesday about the Horizon League, I guess my first question is, were you in a
1: coma? <laughs> Let's be real. Anyone
3: who's why? listening why are, right now why are at you knows you a coma? Are you this, Have you been listening to us
0: this long?
1: Well,
3: why I've been in a too? coma for several years. This is I, true. Uh, well, I, did not, I didn't leave the Horizon Roundtable uh, 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 by choice. I left because I was put into a coma.
1: Is that a coma or is that a drunken stupor? Or is, is that one and the same?
3: <laughs> no, it's a coma.
0: All right. Well, yeah, that tends to happen when your teams, you know, do not do well at for two seasons in a row, at the ends of two seasons in a row. But this year is different. Well, we actually, and and to be perfectly honest, we thought this was going to go the same way because we had Wright State up by twenty. This is this was actually pretty epic because we had Wright State that was up by twenty four points. What was what? Six minutes left in the game. Or something like that.
2: Yeah, six fifteen. They were up by twenty four.
0: Yeah, I think Eric Haslam at Haslam I think he had it set as like a statistical that was it was statistically finished. It was technically, according to the statistics, it was over.
3: Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The the NCAA is like one of their statisticians put that yeah. out there, and Chris Zill's retweeted it. Yeah, um, Chris Zill's the. The uh, sports relations media guy for UWM.
1: Yes, sir. If, the, if uh, the Horizon League was using the Elam ending, that game would have been done.
0: Quite done. But it was not. It was absolutely not. Because Milwaukee came a storming back. Came a storming back on the shoulders of T. John Lucas and DeAndre Golston, uh, the latter of which I think is was pretty... Been out of shape because he wasn't on any All Horizon League teams. I'm not. Don't really blame him at this point. But tied the ball game, forced it in overtime, and even in overtime, it looked like Wright State was going to kind of get away with it. But they just didn't. They just couldn't get out of you know get out of the way of themselves. Well,
4: once once Basili fouled out, it was that completely like changed the outlook. I mean, not that not that. Obviously a twenty four point comeback changes the outlook too, but even even if you were the most pessimistic Milwaukee fan, or just like a general Horizon League fan and thinking like, Oh yeah, um right it's right state, you know, they they'll take care of it. Once Basilli goes to the bench, you're like, Oh my God. Was it Basili or Love? I thought love followed out. Love fouled uh, out no,
3: first. Yeah, love fouled fouled out, out in regulation. Vasily fouled out in overtime. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kind of let just...
0: the wins out of your sails when your top two players are out.
3: Oh yeah,
0: both of your being big men.
4: Vasily fouled out. By the way, with going on, he just kept building on a career high, thirty-five and fourteen. Like that's just yeah. An insane
3: I've line. never seen somebody score so many points while looking so goofy. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> You've watched out in love, right? My uh, yes, yes, lower than that. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Lund, Love was in school when I was in school.
0: Yes, he probably was. And he, <laughs> by, the, yeah. by
4: the way, real quick,
3: his dorm um, mate was um, Vaughn Duggins.
0: <laughs> wow,
3: <laughs> who also had seventy five years of eligibility.
4: And Bob, he, he just, could to, do just one. to speak, just to speak to the like impossibility of the comeback too. I, so I went back and watched that game like three more times to- or two more times. So I've seen it. I've seen that streak like three times in total. And even even towards the end, I know Jimmy and John probably noticed this, too. Even towards the end with like less than a minute left. There was things that had to happen for Milwaukee, like Wright State had to miss some free throws. T. John Lucas, there were certain free throws he had to make. And if they didn't happen, you're just like, okay, well, now it's obviously over and it still wasn't over.
3: And they had to throw the ball, too.
4: Yes, that was
3: true. Yeah. They, they 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 threw a they had a turnover in the last minute that was just awful.
0: Oh yeah, that was the worst.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it was so statistically unlikely that Milwaukee wins that game that literally all Wright State had to do for that last six minutes was dribble the clock and then slow Milwaukee getting up the court, just take a shot clock violation, thirty five feet out, game over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was, and, and that was it. I mean, yeah. And but incidentally, I'd like to point out that, you know, you know this was one of three games that went in, three quarterfinal games that went into overtime. I mean, again, completely insane quarterfinals. And this was actually the only upset, which is crazy. <laughs> and it was a big one because everybody was like picking Wright State, and myself included, was picking Wright State to, to win the tournament. Over my own school, by the way. So, what kind of crappy person am I?
3: God, um, I cannot wait for you guys to totally cough it up tomorrow.
0: Oh, <laughs> you mean like we did the second game of the series in Cleveland? Yes. When, we, when Cleveland State was up by what, 13 and did the exact same thing?
3: <laughs> Milwaukee is destined to have the top three comebacks of the season. <laughs> All three. Please no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so right? yeah. just beat a team by thirty for once,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Can we just on. get that um, Tafari Sims forty-point game again?
3: Well, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna have Pat Baldwin Jr. until next year. So don't worry about it. Are we still talking about that? <laughs> yeah. We're that ready, is- we're,
1: we're, you,
0: you, Jimmy over here comes back, speaks Pat Baldwin Jr. to Milwaukee into existence.
1: which no is way! Fine because Jimmy doesn't get to take off- credit for that. That is mine.
3: Oh, for <laughs> I said, I said on the freak board, the UWM message board years ago, I said, you just, just be insanely positive. Speak it into existence and it will happen. Okay. And I don't know.
1: I've had your back on that, Jimmy. I truly, I don't know if you've been listening. I've been saying it for over a year. It's going to yeah. happen and it's looking yeah, good. I've,
3: you know, when he narrowed it down to Milwaukee or Duke, um, and then Jalen Johnson leaves Duke. It made it kind of like surprising to me how the dominoes just kept falling in place.
4: He's got uh, he's got more crystal balls for Duke for uh, Milwaukee than any other school. Yeah. Yes. Well,
0: let's be honest. Okay, so let's be honest
1: here.
0: Here's what I want to know: if if Pat Baldwin Jr. was really gonna go to Duke, he would have announced already.
1: He'd right. have yeah. he'd have
0: made a big freaking deal about it.
1: Well, because Duke right now could use some good news. Like that's when they ask him to do that, if they, you know, to keep people on board and all that. He's staying quiet, waiting for Milwaukee to finish out their season.
3: Yeah. Which well, yeah. I mean, Milwaukee's season's going to go on for at least another month, so.
0: <laughs> what Jimmy says. Yes.
3: Indiana's um, not that far. If we go to the final four, I'll 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 go in a in a, uh, i I'll, I'll go in like a hermetically sealed like astronaut suit if I have to.
0: Matt, <laughs> nah, he's taking all your g- your gags,
1: dude. <laughs> I know. Here's the thing. Jimmy doesn't listen to the podcast, so he doesn't realize that i am been involved with Roy all year. It's fine. It's fine. Just let him go. Just do it. <laughs> it's like retread, thre- retread theater. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, Milwaukee's not going to win tomorrow.
3: Well, but I mean, I, nobody can know I, the I future. Like think,
0: as much as I would like to think that – I was, as much as I would like to think that TJ Lucas and DeAndre Golson have that kind of firepower, the problem with those two guys is they're not consistent. I mean, this is the same team that lost to Purdue Fort Wayne twice.
3: It's okay. We're going to get Tony Meyer another year of eligibility just so he can play tomorrow night against Cleveland State.
0: There you go.
3: And score Good 30 points. You guys, you guys
0: don't really, yeah. Good, because you guys don't have, yeah, I mean.
3: Hey, Bob.
4: Yeah, you guys lost. You guys lost to Purdue Fort Wayne and just got taken to three overtimes in a <laughs> tournament game at home. So I don't know if I'd be feeling too good if I was a Cleveland State fan.
3: I think honest. Dennis Gates is is getting ready to try and get a different job. Uh,
0: what, out, what, what is out there though? Penn we State, know people
3: are. We know they're. You, a get, shit you know gig. they're getting sniffed Austin around. College you
0: know? is just a lower tier ACC thing. I'm like,
1: ugh. Dennis I Gates getting a new roll. job. That's something we haven't discussed yet. Let's do that.
0: I'm like holding out for like way better for him than those two gigs
3: Did those Penn two State gigs are dead yet.
0: Not yet, no. Uh, and, and yeah, and oh, by the way, it looks like Beeline turned down uh, turned down uh, Boston College because he thinks he's got he's got bigger fish to fry, which is which means to say that Indiana is probably going to come up soon.
3: But Kevin's- regardless. Kevin Sweeney at College Basketball Central tweeted March first that uh, if Richard Pitino's tenure is over, then Brian Dutcher and Dennis Gates are the top two candidates, and we know that Pitino lost his job the other day. So
4: Kevin Sweeney also thinks that gathering in mass doesn't doesn't uh, spread COVID. So Kevin Sweeney can be hit or miss. Oh, mess. really?
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Is that also
0: also, he's completely wrong because the two top candidates are probably Craig Smith from Utah State, Nico Medved from Colorado State, and our good friend Scott Nagy, who now has an off season to work on.
3: Nico Medved's at Colorado State? Yeah. Wasn't he at Drake?
2: Maybe. I don't know. For one year. He went from Furman to Drake to Colorado State.
3: In a year. Solid. Well, you know how that goes. I like to visit oh, yeah. Colorado State. I bet I bet uh Colorado is beautiful this time of year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is.
3: On oh
0: yeah. Oh actually it's absolutely beautiful. It, you are correct. It actually is. So my sister in law lives out there, so yeah. So but yeah, yeah. The the mission the the Minnesota job is probably gonna not yeah. Um yeah, it's probably we've heard for like a year or so, you know, Scott Nagy's name bandied about about that job, but
2: I mean, <laughs> Me.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he goes, I don't know if they want him. So, Oh, well, he'll be around for a lot another year. And so maybe loud and love too. Who knows? I
3: mean, I don't think he's the kind of guy that just goes for just any job. I mean, look at how long he was at South Dakota state.
0: Yeah. And then they, yeah. And then Wright state backed up the Brinks truck to him. And he said, Oh, bye.
3: What is he making at right? State.
0: Was he four or five hundred a year now? Holy Something shit, like you didn't know that.
3: Well, no, I'm still. I'm, I'm the last time I was plugged in, it was because all my fans complained about how much money Rob Jeter made. Ah, I
1: was gonna say, we should we should talk about Maggie having this magic uh donor. We haven't talked about that yet today.
0: I don't know who that guy is, but you know, I'm sure it's very happy that Wright State has lost what three out of the last four. Uh, hey.
3: Hey, Nagy's secret weapon is Sharif Chambliss.
0: Sharif Chambliss?
3: The assistant coach. Okay. He's the recruiter extraordinaire. You know
1: what we need to do, Bob, when you post this podcast is you need to put up, like, a a drinking game. Every time Jimmy mentions a name none of us know, you take a drink.
3: (laughs) John Parker knows who Sharif Chambliss is. I'll
1: tell you that. I know
2: who Sharif Chambliss is.
3: That's
1: actually that's
4: actually decent. I mean, I'll, I'll say that, that that's good information, though. Like, oh, incidentally, we, speaking mean, of which,
0: I'm sorry. Speak. I was going to. Sorry, you mentioned the drinking game. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure Dan Dackage is not going to be on the calls this week. I,
3: I have seen that.
1: that it's
0: God, Frisch,
3: uh, Fran Frischilla.
0: Yes. Did you hear maybe that?
3: That's maybe that's Dackage's, uh punishment is that he has to do the Horizon League.
0: Oh, if he does, I, I, yeah, it, that better be that Frischilla thing better be true because if it's Dackage, I, I'm gonna. Go ahead. i have an over, over under
4: i have an over under during the nku game guys um what's that for the drinking game the over okay. under should be should be 0. 0.5 drinks so it uh like you know you're gonna drink one if fran fascia does a special segment on david bam just because he's you know he's the international the international that's uh true. recruiting extraordinaire that's true so i'm sure he's heard of him
0: yeah, you know, speaking of David Bam, he had himself quite a game on, uh, on Tuesday. I mean, uh, Mr. Tip Trill oh, yeah. himself.
4: Coach can't. has been, uh, coach Horn's been like in and out about or you know, on, on and off hot and cold about David Bam. Basically like, I can't play this kid because he's not quite ready yet. I, he's had to cut his minutes a lot, like coming over from the international game. And Bam's talked about this himself coming over from playing internationally, to playing in this like in you know american basketball essentially it's such a different game it's way more technical in europe and you see that in bam's game um he's got the post game skill set of a seasoned veteran but he just can't keep up with players on defense he's got the worst defensive box plus minus on the team but he's gotten so much better game after game and coach has slowly but surely been giving him trust and also he's doesn't have a lot of options. So, um, no. yeah, uh, it, it kind of all culminated to the point of last week when he got that tip in after three tries to, to win the game. It was amazing.
1: That tip yeah. in, that was something Campy even mentioned in his show, watching watching the games, and he was shocked how how many attempts they got in so little time to find the game. I don't know how
4: much you've watched it or not, Matt. Like like Obviously, it's the greatest thing ever. I clipped it and put it on our um, Norse Nation fan page.
1: You and probably it's fall got, asleep to it, don't you, Kyle? Like, is that is it,
4: that your like your <laughs> safety blinker? Right I fall asleep and wake up to it, like both. Yeah. So it um when so I, I posted it to there and it's gotten like 150 likes, getting shared by everybody in the page, It's going crazy. And so I see it all the time because it's always in my notifications. If you go back and watch the clip, man, everyone like the reason he got so many rebounds is you see everyone like throwing their hands up. Like it's almost like the Detroit mercy players were just like, I got to make this guy make a mistake. And they were, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like every, everyone was frozen in time. NKU players were just kind of standing there frozen, watching Detroit mercy players were standing there frozen, watching, hoping that he made a mistake. Yeah. And the only one who just kept playing through it was bam. Like everyone was just kind of like waiting for the clock to run out. And bam was like, fuck that. I'm going to make something happen.
3: Hey, let me ask you something about bam. Bam. Why is it that the NKU's sports website for statistics shows two David Bams? (laughs) Uh, So I'm looking at it. He's got 22 games played, seven started, and then there's an identical person playing two games. And I'm like, I want those numbers to be... Combined, why hasn't NK somebody let NKU's SID know that his statistics well, so, are messed up? Jimmy, I oh, yeah. don't know if
0: that's a conversation we want to have. We've had many. Yeah. Other Jimmy, ones. the
3: problem is
1: they're too busy <laughs> keeping us and others from covering their team instead of covering their team themselves and doing a decent job.
3: That's really. Oh, are fun. you guys? Do you guys have like a rivalry with your SID office? Hey, welcome uh, to oh, yet yeah. another conversation Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. This is this is
1: one,
3: one that. So. Yeah. Chris Zilz, if you're listening, I'm going to mail you poop. Uh, <laughs> Started. All right,
0: so so this Starting. is so I, I've been trying, I've tried, I've been trying to. Rivalry! Oh my god, I've been trying to be the more diplomatic of us all. Um, it clearly didn't work, so you know that's them. I'm staying out of it. I'm like, you know what?
3: You I got my. To, is, Ken, no. is Ken? Is Ken still the AD down there? He is.
4: Yeah, we we're Have working. We had a conversation
3: wor- with him about it.
4: Yeah, we're working on it. It's been tough with COVID this year, but it's it's not gonna. That something will move next year where they're going to be more or less in their graces, but it's not going to stay the same. Jimmy, what I would recommend, just to bring it back, I would recommend Sorry. hitting up uh, – no, you're good, man. I would recommend hitting up college reference instead. Like I don't even get stats from the NKU page unless it's like they use sidearm stats for like live shot charts and stuff like that during the game. But I don't even I don't even mess with nkunorth for like stats. I, I keep I forgetting for that
3: people. I have a membership to Sports Reference anyway, so I should be. No, it's
4: cool. Mm, yeah, it's cool. It's just better. I mean, it, it doesn't give you stuff the day of, but it's better. I mean, I use it for everything.
3: So. It still blows me away that fucking Darren Horn is the coach of your team. <laughs>
4: also, I like to. Po-
0: um, me too. I like to po- uh, by the way, um, by the way, uh, by the way, Kyle is cover- uh, By the way, Kyle, it's funny because by old- the NK- way. Yes, by the way, Kyle is going to be covering NKU for us during the tournament.
4: Solid. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That, welcome to another storyline, Jimmy. I get, I get. Well, we, we actually sorry. all
0: of us do. Sorry, yeah. yeah I yeah, didn't yeah. know. I didn't know you were going to jump in, Jimmy. I'm going to put you on too. But yeah, so so we actually oh, I'm have
2: actually out there.
0: Well, uh, no, it's actually well. They, Horizon League has it a little differently this year because they have um, they have a combination of the because spacing is limited they have opened it up for virtual credentials so we so at this point in time i think it's me matt john and kyle um i'll get in on the the you know internal stats and the zoom pressers we actually have an in-person guy going down right now and that's Alec quait he's actually on his way down right now so he's in He's gonna theoretically he's gonna probably be live tweeting from the from Horizon RT the Twitter account the entire time. Yeah, uh, and I know he's also gonna be joining Kyle for a couple things on Norse Report and and I'm sure he doesn't know this yet, until he listens to this, he's gonna be joining us on the live on our live thing uh, after the game on Tuesday.
3: And he's donating yeah. money to Horizon Roundtable. Thank you. I, I know you didn't find out until right now when you listened to it in the podcast, but good job.
1: I mean, realistically, shouldn't we back up? Because Jimmy's been in a coma. Jimmy, I don't know if you know this. There's a pandemic going on in this country. So uh, we're less people there. <laughs> <laughs> There's
3: a pandemic? Don't worry about it. It won't affect Is is, is Ebola finally coming to kill us all? <laughs> what year oh is God. this? Uh,
0: 2018,
3: obviously.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so real quick, though, about the live thing, Bob, that's something I'm working on with Alec. I'm not really sure if it's going to work out, but um, I'm I'm testing it right now. Uh, Jimmy's idea about Twitch is good, but I just didn't have enough time to get it all set up that way. I'm just going to kind of do it the way I've been doing it all year.
3: I Sarah play with around it. with OBS if uh, I could. I could play around with it and see if I can find some some nice scenes and stuff. You yeah, I you can set up. A, you can set up a scene where you can show everybody on camera on like different blocks, and then you can show like statistics and stuff.
4: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh I hell yeah, dude! It. You can
3: do some really cool stuff with this. Well,
4: I'm glad uh, you came I, out of so, your phone then. <laughs> I I had OBS two years I'm ago because I used. I used to like uh, Jimmy when they switched to ESPN Plus. So I mean, it's been a while, but like two years ago, I was stream, I was live streaming because I didn't give a shit. I was live streaming the games to yeah. our North Station fan page because I just didn't care.
2: <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and
4: then OBS came out with a um, OBS came out with a update that made it that rendered it like useless essentially for Mac. Um, and I, I, so oh. I just never downloaded the new one. I never really tried it again. It just kept crashing every time I opened it. So I need to get back into it and like teach my, basically teach myself again. I taught myself just enough to like do that. But anyway, um, yeah, Bob on the live show thing, I think we're going to do it. The The goal here is I'm just going to post it out to our Norse nation fan page. It's going to be very like, it's going to be during halftime of the NKU game.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and I'm just basically, it's just a way to try to like engage our fan base and, you know, be like, we wish you were there, or, you know, we wish you could be there, but thanks to Horizon Roundtable and, like, Alec Quaid, like, we're able to bring you some of the experience from the arena, basically. We
0: basically live on—we li- we live on North Report now, so. <laughs> it's, like, all on YouTube. It's, like, Horizon Roundtable, Horizon Roundtable, Horizon Yeah, Roundtable. it's a great— and It's, great, it's a great partnership. I, I, believe, uh, I believe you also have another one coming up with Matt uh, uh, for— the run up to Northern Kentucky, Oakland uh, on Monday.
1: Yeah, we, we did a thing because we're there. There is other games actually besides Milwaukee being played this week, and uh, oh, yeah, yes, no, there's not. I know, Jimmy, it's a shot. So, Jimmy, um, a couple years ago, oh. actually, you might have missed this. Northern Kentucky joined the league. Uh, Oakland also joined the league. I think you were around for that one though. Um, <laughs> Purdue, oh, Fort oh. Wayne, and uh, Robert Morris are in the league. You don't have to worry about them; they're already done for this year. We'll catch you up on them later. But uh,
3: Funny. yeah, me
1: and Co- what's that?
3: Funny, I. I only lobbied for both of those fucking schools to get added to this conference. Well, uh, good thing they listened to you, well, Jimmy. Congratulations, chancellors and presidents, and yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter.
1: But uh, yeah, me and Kyle recorded. Uh, really, we had a really good talk, honestly, uh, just talking about what to expect. I'm, I'm, we're both really excited for this matchup, not only because it's a semifinal and and all that, but I think I think it's going to be enjoyable basketball. They play kind of similar games and all that, so it's definitely something people will hopefully want to catch uh, in the lead up to the game tomorrow. It's going to be a A busy Monday for for everybody, I think, as far as...
0: I'm glad you brought up Oakland. Obviously, um, Oakland also had an overtime game. Again, three overtime games, so it's insane. They had an overtime game against Youngstown State. Now, the the end of that game I thought was really weird, and I don't know if anybody saw this and noticed this and I'm sure didn't comment on it because that was weird to me. It seemed to me that the last 15 seconds of that game, Darius Quisenberry... I am not figuring out what exactly happened to
1: him. Are you talking about getting into overtime the fifth last 15 seconds of regulation?
0: Yeah, what was that? Okay, so I'm trying to figure that one out.
1: Just, yep, sorry, I, I I can I can break it down for you actually cuz uh the, the, we talked about this um in the post game. Yeah. Um so what happened was um they obviously wanted the ball in Darius Quisenberry's hands, of course. Of course. But Oakland had scouted it and they knew he wanted to go right so if you go back and watch, Jalen Moore is shading right. They forced him to go left, and Quisenberry wasn't comfortable between probably injuries, and it's just not his strong hand. And the what they were trying, whatever uh, YSC was trying to run, stalled, and it ended up with Quisenberry lobbing up almost a half quarter. Like It was actually really good defense and really well scouted. And wow. once again, he's got his issues, and we talk about it a lot, but Greg Campy is still one of the best X's and O's people probably in the country. And he, he proved it there. He he stopped Quisenberry from going and doing what he needed to do, and ended up forcing a half court shot and he got the game to overtime. And yeah, the other that thing game.
0: I, did, I didn't realize but real, this either. Real quick. That apparently. I'm sorry. Go
4: ahead. Oh no no. I was just gonna add to what Matt said real quick because um you know believe it or not I actually broke my Nku bubble this this week and I jumped I jumped on and listened to the uh, coaches show um for Oakland uh, the Campy show and it sounded a lot like that entire game. Was just one huge chess match. Chess match. Sorry. You chess had match. um, yeah. Thank you. Chess match. <laughs> you had uh, you had Jerry Calhoun who's never run a one three one wait uh, like all season, waiting until the right exact moment when Rashad Williams wasn't in the game to switch to that. Um, and it just sounds like I mean, it just sounded like both teams like kind of really brought it. You know, I don't know Matt if you noticed that or not, but it just it it did seem like.
1: It was like a coach's battle, essentially. It was it was absolutely high level basketball that you have to at least appreciate basketball to have appreciated what it was. But it it was really high level basketball and high level coaching and well executed both ways. It was it really was a very good matchup, and yet somehow with the way the league played out that night, was the most boring of the four games. Yeah.
0: It, yeah, <laughs> which was weird. I couldn't understand that one. And they nearly yeah, went it was, over. So, it was actually boring. So boring. We completely. I completely missed that Nazbo Hannon had a triple double that game. You sure, did and probably what is gonna be his last game because I'm in Co-
1: and Covington went over not. 30 something. Covington had yeah. a great game. I don't have the numbers yeah. in front of me. Yeah, he yeah. went for 30. You got it. Yeah,
0: he did. It's balanced. So, I think he yeah, was like
4: 12 it, of 21 from the field, too. I mean, he shot a shit ton, but was making them.
0: But yeah, so it was insane that that was the kind of the low key game of the evening. Any other night, that would be awesome. but We
1: talked about that. Me and Kyle talked about this, but we should probably at least mention this on our podcast here as well. Um, I think it's a really good thing for the league when you get five minutes of SportsCenter time. Um, One of the campy quotes was like, Jesus coming doesn't get five minutes on TV. So for the Horizon League to get five minutes on SportsCenter – um, and all the coverage they did that that was really great for the league. It I mean, really was a really really good night for us. It
3: wasn't just it wasn't just that they spent five minutes. It was Scott Van Pelt used yep. it as the teaser throughout until they actually did. Like, did it. Yeah, like, he amazing. was like stay on, stay with us because after the break we're gonna go over the Horizon League. Like holy crap, he was using that. Scott Van Pelt was talking about how we were the biggest thing that was going on that night, which is huge for this country. Yeah, well, absolutely. and people and, and, people love. Sorry, uh,
1: people love to complain about this league and the decisions they make and why are we doing this and this and this. The Horizon League made a choice to play on a night where they were one of the only things going on and, they pay, and it paid off. Like People need to back off this league a little bit and stop well, second-guessing because some really good choices were made and I think that's going to continue Monday and Tuesday this week. I, that's that's I mean, exactly gonna what I
4: was
2: going to say. I, right, I disagree. There On the college basketball subreddit, someone brought up this was possibly the greatest individual day that a conference tournament had ever had. So I think it was going to get covered like crazy whenever it happened. Like obviously not if it was somehow, you know, Super Bowl day. But
4: um, John, I think Matt's point, Matt's point just being that like, they all happened on the same day. Like I've called for in the past, like we have six days layoff. Why aren't two games on one day and two games on the next? Gotcha. 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 and I and so that, it, that, that we, we would out. not have had – we would not have had that five-minute segment on SportsCenter if you broke it up like that. So I have to eat crow. Like the way the Horizon <laughs> League did it by packing it all in at once, it made it really hard to watch, especially when you hyper-focus cover NKU. But it – overall, like the epicness of the night, I've never seen anything like it yeah. in this league. yeah. And exactly. I don't think
0: it. And I don't think that. I mean, honestly, if it, you're not gonna, even if it was just your regular run of the mill quarterfinals, you would have not have gotten five minutes at Sports Center. The way all four of those games played out, and just just sheer luck of the fact that three of the four Horizon League games were were in overtime, and then you had that last minute, last second shot by Bam to uh, to you know get Northern Kentucky to beat Detroit Mercy. I mean, I...
3: Have mercy.
0: My God. Yeah, I'm glad. By the way, I'd like to to thank Northern Kentucky for beating Detroit Mercy because I absolutely don't want to play them again.
1: Hey, is is (laughs) Ants the player of the year? I'm just curious. Oh.
3: Wait, what was this? Oh,
0: Oh, this requires some explanation.
3: (laughs) The Trad Theater.
0: (laughs) All right, so... um, Hey, that one's your fault. Yeah, so we came out with the – so we came out with our postseason uh, – horizonaroundtable.com, we came out with our postseason picks for um, All League on and the postseason awards. We picked Loud and Love over uh, Antoine Davis.
3: Doesn't and, Antoine Davis score like 30 points a game?
0: Yeah, but he wasn't – very. yeah, but he had some – and by the way, there was a story out. I think it was Detroit News. Or no, it wasn't – there was a story out about how – Antoine and his dad, Mike Davis, were buttonheads at the beginning of the Horizon League season, and I think because
1: Antoine was playing like shit. Yeah, his team
4: played four. His team missed four games. Loud and Love's team played every one of them. Um, He's a senior. He averaged right at like he was nine point nine rebounds, so he almost averaged a double double. He's on the one or well, the you know team that tied for the conference like championship uh, regular season. It was Antoine Davis was on the five seed. Like there's a lot of, it was splitting hairs. I think, I think everyone in this group, like maybe the message we didn't get across was that everyone in this group would have been okay with Antoine Davis getting the the title. But we all like you have, when you, when you're given a gun and say, and said, pick one, you have to like shoot somebody, you know what I mean? (laughs) And so like, Uh, here's, here's
3: what I, here's what I see. Antoine Davis averaging eight more points a game than loud and love did. Um, I see him and in, in ranked in the top bunch in field goal percentage, he's the third in three point field goal percentage, and he's got way more volume than the guys who finished ahead of him. He's the high. he's shooting 91.5% from the free throw line. And he actually gets there. Like, yeah. Hey,
0: don't blame us. Hey, we're not the only
3: people who picked. Hey, uh, Jimmy, picked does, does that mean Guess you're submitting did, your the, the vote for Antoine? Lee. I would, if, if I had a vote, I would absolutely submit it for Antoine Davis. I'm. I'm Jimmy, sure. I
1: got to be honest. If you'd watched all season and you saw how bad Antoine was at the beginning of the year, you wouldn't have. You're looking at the final numbers, and the final numbers are good, but it's Player of the Year, and he wasn't that good all year.
3: That's the difference.
0: That's a problem. He was like the whole of the season.
3: Let That's me look. Let me look at the numbers for conference games. Because, I mean, right. but go ahead and keep talking, but I'm going to look at the numbers for conference games just to yeah, see. Yeah, check his first, Jimmy, like, four or five games in conference and then come back.
0: As Jimmy dies on this hill. Um, it well, it Jimmy's it, dying yeah. on it, this hill. Let's talk about another game then. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, last but not least, the triple overtime game again, uh, between Cleveland State and Purdue-Fort Wayne. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. It's funny. Live by, the, live by the bank three, die by the bank three. So... In the first round games, Jalen Pipkins hits the bank three to tie it for Purdue Fort Wayne to send uh, to what was it? descended into double overtime and eventually beat Green Bay. Fast forward a little less than a week later, Al Eichelberger hits a bank three. Al Eichelberger! He's he's shot in twenty he's shot twenty-one times from beyond the arc. Was never Throughout his entire college career. And he's only made six of them. And, yep, they called his number and there he was. I'm like, <laughs> I was just as surprised as you guys to send it into the third overtime. And by the way, um, and this is why, and I don't know if you noticed, but I, I, it seemed to me like at the, in that third overtime specifically, the Tori Patton had absolutely no problem getting to the paint at all. He was, he was, it seems like he was slashing in the paint throughout the last five minutes of that, throughout that third overtime.
1: Well, and shouldn't he have been able to do that all game? Because we all know Purdue Fort Wayne's interior was always their weakness. So it took
3: them to the third overtime to finally exploit it. Wait, their name's not their weakness anymore? No. Okay.
0: (laughs) No, it is not. Not you they dropped d and a part of it. I don't know. So but I'm anyway.
3: looking at Antoine Davis's numbers this season. Getting um, back to this. Game log. And I, I can see that this second game against Wright State was particularly awful. Mm. Three, oh, three yeah. Of Eight. 18 from the field. 0 for 7 from 3. 10 points. 6 assists, which is not bad, but, like, holy crap. How many
1: turnovers and on those wasn't 6 great. assists?
3: It wasn't great in the first one.
4: Yeah, it was tough, man. Like I said, like... We, I think everyone in this group would have been like, all right, congrats to Antoine. Like, we got it wrong if the league had picked him or the coaches, I should say, had picked him. But at the end of the day, like, we all just kind of went full body of, like, I mean, here, let's put it this way, Jimmy. Norse Report, like, my partner, Chris Hart, he created a, like, algorithm metric, basically, that yeah. takes the statistical data of, like, the last 10 years' worth of Horizon League uh, players of the year. Also factors in, um, based on, you know... What year they were in school, so like if we had like nine of ten, uh, you know, were seniors or whatever, he factors that in, and then also like where their team finished in the conference, and so it's pretty simple. Like he puts all that data in, and it just spits out like who should win based on that, and it's not very accurate when you get further down. Like it doesn't do a very good job of predicting like first team, second team, third team, but it does a pretty solid job of predicting player of the year. Uh, last two years it, pu- it pushed out loud and love. And last two years it was loud and love. So, just, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of, that's the way, like, I, that's how I based my vote, is full by, Oh, it no, it's fair. Just, everything you just, remember, you,
3: you were telling me about, like, his first bunch of games, he sucked. And I'm seeing that in Game 3 and Game 4, which were his worst games besides Game 1 and 2 and scoring, he still scored more than Loud and Love's average.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was sick. He, I mean, he killed it. He, if I wish it was a co this year, honestly, I wish it was a co player of the year. As lame that's as that is.
3: Okay, you got you guys are deeper into this than I am. I just it looks yeah, fairly obvious. All. That's all.
0: All right, so it's
3: like he's we, like a super Kendrick Perry almost. He's scoring a lot of points, but he's not. Maybe not like the guy. I I, I get it.
4: That's a drink for me, by the way. I don't know Kendrick Perry. <laughs>
3: Are you Uh, kidding me?
0: No, 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 no. Remember he is not... No, 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 no. Remember Northern Kentucky didn't uh, came in...
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot how long it took us to get Northern Kentucky into the conference. (laughs) I was was banging on the door of two chancellors before. Yeah. Well, no, one chancellor before. Yeah, so Kendrick Perry, by the way, uh, it's
0: funny you brought Kendrick Perry up. He actually has a podcast, um... Or did have a podcast? I'll,
3: I'll tell I'll tell you why um, why well, you, why we were so no, 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 hot no, 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 Give me a second.
0: It. I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna okay. plug so going Kendrick ahead. Perry's podcast first. Damn it! Yeah,
3: Kendrick actually, Perry has a podcast.
0: Yes, Life Across the Water.
3: He Hell yeah, about- dude, I'm subscribing to that shit right now.
0: Great. Maybe you'll listen to that one instead of this one.
3: i was I can listen to both.
0: Okay. Well, you got some catching up to do. Um. <laughs> Anyway, you your your point, Jimmy. Yeah. You make.
3: Oh, I was gonna I was gonna give Kyle a little bit of background as to like you know why we were so hot on Northern Kentucky well before the Horizon League was on Northern Kentucky, and the reason was that um, yes, the facilities were there, but we always kind of and I I think John might have been still I think this was even when John was still at school like. We looked at Northern Kentucky maybe not being the team to get like the second like Butler left because we were all kind of waiting for Butler to leave because that was when like the conference realignment was really like up and swing and Butler was you know doing so much better than everybody uh, on a consistent basis. Um, we kind of identified Northern Kentucky as a, as a school that we wanted and it, there was a where that came from initially was an article written in I think it was the Cincinnati paper when mm-hmm. NKU mm-hmm. was making the move to Division one yeah and their then athletic director specifically mentioned that their goal would be was to be in the horizon League not yeah. that, like some like and and the person at the, the interviewer asked them like well what about the Missouri Valley or the Atlantic 10? And Northern Kentucky's AD literally said, like, no, we actually think the Horizon League would be the perfect conference for us. We're going to work to get there. And that struck a lot of us in a chord because it was like, okay, we, as fans of our programs in mid-majors, we tend to be a lot more cynical and pessimistic about our programs. We don't think of ourselves as
4: desirable
3: desirable in any way and i i speak directly to a lot of the milwaukee fans who love to beg on jeter because of how like jeter was always like second or third to butler and then sometimes sometimes it was Wright state sometimes it was cleveland state or hey,
1: jimmy did you know jeter's got now? the job
3: huh
1: did you know that someone hired jeter did you catch that
3: western yeah
1: yeah, okay, I didn't know I was just seeing if you knew that. That's all.
3: Just we were gonna sure. go a bunch of us were gonna go down to Macomb, Illinois this season if but then COVID happened. Um Yeah, we were we 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 were already in the planning stages. I was already talking to Chad Boudreaux, the well, the assistant. We were totally gonna make that trip. Um we probably will next year. Yeah, but, uh, Jimmy. But the, the ahead, reason I was, what I was bringing up is that, like, we're all cynical about our programs. And here's a here's a group of people at a school that is just coming into Division one and they want to be with us. Yeah, they didn't they even want to go to the Missouri Valley or a 10 that have, hot, you know, better, you know, better, whatever, more money. They didn't want to be there. Right. They wanted to be around us. And I thought that was a pretty cool thing. And that, made, that was one of those things that made me really appreciate our conference more outside of Youngstown State.
4: Yeah, Jimmy, I'll just say this real quick. I think, first of all, I want to have you on over the summer to talk more about this because I think that's a great topic. We don't really talk a lot about
3: Yeah, we don't need to talk about it right now because of the tournament and everything, but yeah.
4: Yeah, sure, sure. Fans fans love to tell stories about how it all happened. Um, I have a couple friends who were on the Board of Regents at the time uh, that were very involved, like key decision makers in how it all went down. Uh, Us going D2 It's a, or D1, I mean, it's a very interesting story Uh, I I would love to hear
3: that from the NKUN too
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah No, because it's, Horizon League has always been on the board It just, the Atlantic Sun was such a random thing But it happened for a given reason Um, And so I'd love to talk more about that uh, In that forum, teaser, teaser, teaser So,
0: There we go, so (laughs) Anyway, um, so we had.
3: How do you guys like the format of the Monday Tuesday in Indianapolis? Eh,
4: I mean it's okay this year. I mean it's usually... it sucks that they have to do it at nine thirty though. I will say that like our fans <sighs> fucking hate it. Two years in a row we've had to play that nine thirty game, and nobody like last year hardly anybody made it out to Indy at nine thirty for the game. And then um, I know a bunch of people are pissed about it this year, like. Bars and stuff close. Not that like people should be gathering in mass or anything.
3: Right. But even right.
4: In limited spacing. Bars here close at eleven because of COVID. So like that's halftime.
3: Are they so allowing back- any fans?
4: No. no.
0: There no are point. no fans at the Horizon League tournament. Not this year. Okay. Which is ironic because again, Cause the, you know,
4: the same because the NCAA is
0: good. Yeah. So.
4: Sorry, Bob.
0: No, it's okay. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah the Horizon League is has no fans um at the tournament ncaa tournament which is in the exact same city like a week and a half later yeah i think they're at what 10 percent or something like that capacity for the yeah. tournament okay or something like that so yeah that's that's kind of where we're at so or what is it or is it 25 percent? i don't freaking remember it's not well, capacity it's, it's, yeah it's definitely not capacity no um and which is ironic because I, I'm very interested in how they're going to do it and how they're going to do the women's tournament in Texas where they basically just sh- threw the doors open and said, come on down, y'all.
3: But yeah, that's fucked That's up. a whole other thing. <laughs> one uh, of it. Um, that is stupid. La- Bob,
4: being at the... Or not Bob, uh, Jimmy. Being at the tournament last year, it was awesome having it back-to-back, but it was like also terrifying having your team in it because nobody ever played a back-to-back before. And it was like... I don't know. I was just very nervous, and also USC beat us by 30, and we were going into that for our championship, so it was like that was scary. But, um, yes. but that said, it's very interesting because like obviously this year has been every team's played what at least eight times back to back. um, they've had eight back to back sets, so like that's not going to phase anyone this year. Um, and I'm pretty sure everyone here, everyone in Indy, except for NKU, Oakland. But, like, regardless, if Oakland wins, they've played both Purdue-Fort Wayne and Cleveland State. And if NKU wins, they've played both the other two as well. So, like, for the championship matchups, I think every possible matchup, they've all played each other before. Yeah. So, it won't be, like, a blind scout, basically, you know?
0: So, that's, yeah, that's kind of helpful, too. I mean, I think it's interesting that we, to your point, Kyle, where we were lamenting about the whole back-to-back Monday-Tuesday thing, over the past couple of years this year, it doesn't matter because we already do, they've already been doing back to back. So, I mean, it does. I mean, if you don't have a game plan for back to back now, where have you been all season? And not, and again, these two, these four teams should, because they've been doing it all season and they've been doing relatively well. So that's, that's usually helpful. So, um, I don't know if I want to ask for predictions for Monday but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, I'm picking, I, I'm picking Cleveland State, and Northern Kentucky to go to the finals because I am. All
3: right. I will I am. be a contrarian and pl- pick Oakland and Milwaukee.
0: There you go.
3: You can put me down
1: for uh, Northern Kentucky and Cleveland State as well.
0: John, am I? By the way, like, am I screwing up your oh. article for tomorrow? What's Am that? I doing this? Which Am I one? Up your article for the, your uh, semifinal predictions for tomorrow because I'm doing this right now on the podcast.
2: No, you just need to send me paragraphs and we'll be fine. Um, I. I really in line, a... So
0: mine. yeah, mine's already in the story. So all you oh right,
2: do is, yeah, um, you're an editor. You can. It. that's cool. Um, all right. <laughs> I will take Cleveland State and Oakland. Be different. There you go. So.
3: Yeah. Why I
4: so why is this group so f- so full of self haters, man? Does Jimmy? anybody <laughs> want
3: to take Youngstown State? <laughs> uh, I no? Wanna,
4: no, I'm, I'm good. So. But, or, Matt, who did I who did I take on uh, on Matchup Zone? I'm trying to be consistent here. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Well, you didn't
0: even have Cleveland State in the semis, by the way. So. Well, yeah,
4: but that okay. We we also talked about how this is you can't p- predict like you know how we we did that show together you can't predict the entire tournament because yeah. it's like i had oakland nku in the final but like now they're in the semifinal because all this reseeding shit so it's like it's impossible we'd have to have gone through like every permutation of the freaking turn of the bracket or whatever but i think i picked oakland on the matchup zone episode me and matt just did so i'm gonna go with oakland and then uh i didn't pick the other game so i'll say um you know what i'm gonna say milwaukee man um No real reason. I think that team's really hot. And, uh, you know, if there was a team that can get, is susceptible to getting beat by a couple superstars that can go off, it would be Cleveland State. Um, So, yeah, I like Milwaukee. And I think they're going to ride this momentum. Do what?
0: Because it already happened a couple of times.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I also think. So
0: you're picking Oakland over Northern Kentucky.
4: I am, yeah. Well, I had them. I had them winning the whole thing. So, which I, is I, funny I, because
1: I took I took oh, I took Northern Kentucky over Oakland.
4: Yeah, we're all haters. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: we're ride, we're riding the hot streak of winning three in a row after losing five in a row.
1: The problem for me, and I think for most of us, it's not that we're haters. It's just that we've been burned by our teams so many yeah. times in the past.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. I burned by our that. teams that's in the experience. past. I don't know
4: what that's like. You know God. what? Also, I gotta say the Whatever. basis. Hey, you know my... why you
0: self loathers? I'm the one who picked my own team. So <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bob, the basis yeah, the basis it. for all my decision making here is I want actually I want Milwaukee to win it all. And I'll say this real quick is because um, you know, the Horizon League has done everything they can over the last three, four years to keep shifting like the play to keep reshuffling the deck to try to stack it up for like they're sick of the one seed not making it to the NCAA tournament. It's very obvious in the way that they're structuring the tournament. And all these teams just keep saying, ah, fuck you, and keep losing. I mean, really? Giving, giving way to a not one seed. So I just, I love that. So I, I want Milwaukee just to blow it all up.
3: Not to bring up that old chestnut, but have you ever seen a conference championship game in the BB&T Arena? Uh,
4: championship game? No, no.
3: Would you like to? Because that's how you can make things go back to way, the way they should. Well, and yeah. I'm would, saying this as the eighth seed right now. The yeah, one seed amazing. should... A- the top seed remaining should absolutely host the championship game. That's just just which would be awesome if it was BB
0: but, and Teen Arena, but it will would it listen. would actually be the Wolstein Center with that stupid fucking curtain.
3: No, I mean I don't mean like this season. These I mean like in, in yeah. years yeah. where Northern. Yeah. Oh, in general,
0: yeah. Fans, yeah.
3: Fans, but, fans need to see what it's like to have that game in their building and see who comes out for that game, because it changes the, your mind completely about what the current like, destination tournament is. Whoa, I have to
0: apologize to for calling a- it. A- By the way, I have to apologize for calling the Wolstein Center's curtain um, stupid because apparently it's a psychological thing that works at the Wolstein Center for Cle- it works for Cleveland State. Um, yeah,
3: plus, man, that's a load-bearing curtain.
0: That's, that's
3: insane. <clears throat> the whole roof will cave in if that curtain goes down.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, the Wolstein Center <laughs> isn't that old. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs>
4: Excuse me. So. I think Matt was trying to sit with Matt. Were you trying to say something?
1: I, I was just going to say, or we could try to not be a low major, you know, can't even host a tournament and teams could actually just win games. And then we wouldn't have to whine about it. Yeah. It's way I, more fun
2: at home sites.
4: Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was, I was going to speak to that because like, I, I don't have a ton of experience in this. Like you guys do. I know you guys come from the good old days of like, having a championship game at, you know, at Hinkle house or whatever. And you get to drive there, you know, whatever it is. But I like, I've been to this destination thing in Indy. I've been to it in Detroit. Like it's a good idea, but the horizon league's not there. Like they don't that's have
3: the, that's a good the problem. If, the horizon yeah, League no, exactly. doesn't have the fans to sustain it.
4: Exactly. And so that's why I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't and like it. In fact, you know,
3: the right. idea is that like the, their idea back when it was started, I, when when Amanda Braun was trying to sell it to me. So this is before Rob Jeter was fired and all this. This is, a, this is after I – because if you remember, I was the one that broke the news that Motor City Madness was going to be a thing. Um, when I went to R A D, she's like, well, it's a destination, and it may not have great attendance at first, but if you give it a just two or three years – it's a destiny. It'll be like Arch Madness for the MVC. There's going to be a lot of schools with a lot of people. And I'm like, Amanda, every MVC school, when their fans come out, is like a mini Big Ten school. Our schools don't have a lot of fans that show up for games unless it's a big tournament at home. So yep. you're literally, like, literally. Shouldn't we Look take any a of those or Amanda schools that host Was well, that...
4: No, I, I actually know that name, thanks to John. No, Believe I'm talking
0: about <laughs> Jimmy's son. There's going to be an Amanda Braun
4: reference.
1: Imagine uh, if the drinking was every time I we... Hold, re- I don't hold, I don't re- hold the Sports cards here anymore. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I, right. I, I... Yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. I think our fans specifically, like, we had maybe a couple hundred fans, maybe five max, <laughs> show up to the to Indy last year for the championship, I mean, we blow that thing out. Like, we're, you know, our our fans are really, really good at coming out to BB&T. You guys guys did a good job
3: the year that uh, we played in the title game. What was it, 2017? That
1: just tells you that your fans aren't that good. And that's not NKU's just, that's any 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 yeah, Your fans aren't that good if they can't travel a couple hours to support the team. Then let's stop pretending that we have these great fan bases because we don't. Yeah, Jimmy. We just don't. (laughs)
4: on that on that game we had an alumni buy i think two or three charter buses to pack them full of students for free uh to go all the way up to detroit so that's like and the athletic department paid for hotels for everyone that was on those buses so that's awesome yeah we threw everything we could behind making the tournament that year and it worked but like that's not but i guess what i mean is that's not getting repeated every year you know so like
3: Speaking of getting a getting a like a hotel at a conference tournament, John, were you still around when we went to the Valpo and got snowed in? No, because that was like 2012. You were already gone.
1: Yeah, graduated okay. in 2011. We went. believe it or not, Jimmy, that's you're talking ten years ago. Isn't that scary? What year Jesus is Christ this? <laughs>
3: it's been ten uh. years. It's been ten years since Travis broke down crying and, and got. There's a name take. we don't know. Take a drink. <laughs> I'm talking to John Parker. <laughs> we all got taken that picture oh, on Facebook, on- John. What? You remember that picture that some that like John J. Ward got of Travis Wacker after we lost a butler in the title game? Oh, probably. <laughs> oh. It was like it was he was like sobbing, and I was thinking, like, man, that's super embarrassing. To like have a guy take like a high definition picture of you like sobbing because your team oh my lost a basketball game.
4: Was that before memes or something? Was that before Twitter? How did that not go viral?
3: I'm gonna, find, it was that, I'm gonna find that picture and tweet it out.
4: <laughs> yeah, we got to use that, man. We got to recirculate that. We got to make just, that turn that into the Northwestern kid.
3: You find out like who cares about your program when like it's a it's a big deal and it's yeah. always more people than you think. Um yep we 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 hosted what four conference championship games or five well we hosted 03 but that was the the format before the home sites cuz we weren't the number one seed and then we hosted in 04 05 06 and 2011 and every single one of those games was totally packed um just in it, it's it wasn't just us you know when Wright State hosted in 07 and later like they packed it. I mean, I was at the twenty fourteen title game and Wright State was what the what were they, the two or three seed. And we walked we we walked in and they I mean the Nutter Center was absolutely crazy. I mean there were there were it was packed with people and it was like go it was like it was like for one night you were you weren't a mid-major. It really felt like that. Like people gave a shit, and people like casually gave a shit about your programs. So yeah, I don't yeah. get. I didn't. I didn't get that feeling from the Motor City man, the the, the two Motor City Madnesses that I visited. And maybe things yeah, will don't... be different in Indianapolis because Indianapolis is far better at hosting these kinds of events. But we just don't have the fan bases to sustain it. Well, certainly won't be this year
4: because there's no one going to be there.
3: Well, yeah, but this is obviously extenuating circumstances. I I, I mean, like in in like next year, we're not going to pack the (laughs) Farmers Coliseum.
0: So, all right. right. So with that, I'm that with that, I'm closing it out.
3: Jimmy, oh shit! I'm sorry, I hijacked the end of the podcast.
0: Yes, I know, which means it will never see the light of day. No, (laughs) kidding.
4: It, no, it, it's an interesting conversation for sure. Because then Jimmy, we could get into like the you know the economics that it would bring to every single you know you uh, guys have host and stuff like that. do
0: that on yours.
4: No, I <laughs> know it. That's what I'm saying.
0: Report, by the way, at North Report, and be sure to subscribe to Kyle's uh Kyle's uh newsletter on Substack. Northreport.substack.com, I believe.
3: That's right. Hell yeah, you got it, dude.
0: Jimmy, of course, is over at Panth- uh, still over at Panther U on Twitter. Yeah,
3: I do. Um... I do stream on Twitch now playing video games. Yeah. Oh, so go. um I I mostly play space video game called Elite Dangerous, but I also play other stuff. Um, but my name on there is Space Cadet Jimmy. I'm also tweeting from Panther U again, so you know, you guys will probably be a little more interested in that. I've been thinking about doing a thing where will where where I would do like a you know, have people on while I'm like playing the game and we can have like conversation about like basketball and stuff while we do like a twitch stream so people could like uh, get like a good conversation out of it and then I can play video games and listen to them talk <laughs> okay so but yeah panther I'm gonna find this picture and tweet it out trust me
0: I'm sure you will Sounds got up, it well Alright, so that's gonna wrap it up for us. Horizonroundtable.com is where you can find all our articles, all of our podcasts, everything. Be sure again, we're wherever podcasts are found. Um, looks like Google Podcasts is crapping on us again, so find another one. <laughs> find another app. And we're on your Amazon or Google devices. So uh, until next week, which I'm sure we're gonna have a great actually. Not until next week, because Tuesday we're going to go live. Theoretically, it's going to be with Aliquate, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Um, So until then, thank you guys for listening.